You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 119 of Take a Vow. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and this week we have such an exciting episode for all of you this week. You're probably listening to this podcast just for our incredible guest this week. I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so excited for you all to listen to it and hear it. It's so fantastic, and he is just a joy. We have Larry Saperstein on the show today, and we talk all things High School Musical, the musical, the series. We talk about his new project that he's currently creating called Tap with Larry and his journey with that and what it is and trying to get uh, all of you excited that are listening, and hopefully that that does the trick. And uh, yeah, we talk about so many things. We really get into the High School Musical conversation. Uh, I asked some shit teams and all the things i'm I'm excited for all you to hear it i get his perspective on a lot of filming stuff and kind of the writing of the show really pick his brain about it all so it's just a good episode this is an episode really for high school musical the musical the series fans if you don't know the show or aren't too familiar with it you may be a little confused but I promise you there's some fun stories here and there's a lot to learn and it's just entertaining because Larry's a joy. So you're still going to love it. But before we turn it over to that, before we talk about it, we have to talk about some Broadway news because there's a ton of Broadway news this week, specifically over at Funny Girl. It seems like literally my entire social media, whether I'm on TikTok or Instagram, wherever I am, it's all about Funny Girl. It's all about Leah Michelle. She's even overshadowing her co-star Tova Feldshu, who also made their debut in Funny Girl, like not Broadway debut, but her debut in Funny Girl, her first performance, I guess I should say. Very exciting stuff. Congratulations to both of them. Next week, I will actually have a full review of Leah's performance and Tova's, of course, because I'm going to see it tomorrow. So I'm very excited for that. And yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm thrilled because I saw the videos. It's nuts. The crowd was electric. I was told on very good authority by multiple people that there were seven standing ovations. Crazy talk, okay? Just madness. So I'm excited to see it. And uh, yeah, I'll let you all know how it is because I see it tomorrow, Friday, September 9th. I'm so excited. (laughs) Shout out to Pat, by the way, who's probably listening to this, who um, actually is going with me tomorrow. So very exciting stuff. Okay, now... Talking about more first performances because Leah Michelle totally overshadowed the rest of them. And there's actually a ton of first performances. First, I'll start off with the Take a Bow family. Lena Hall made her debut in Little Shop of Horrors yesterday. So, so exciting. 
I think she's like the perfect fit for this role. I'm so excited for it. And actually, they also announced this week that Rob McClure is bringing Brad Oscar over to his little shop. And Brad Oscar, also a Take a Bow family member, is going to be playing Mr. Mushnick. And I'm so excited for that. To see those two together, have that banter and all the things in the show. I'm so excited. You have Rob McClure, you have Brad Oscar, you have Lena Hall as the the stars. And then, of course, they also brought in Bryce Pinkham to play Dr. Oren and all those other fabulous characters that Christian Borle seemed to have played off-Broadway in this production for a million years. So it's exciting stuff. They have an incredible cast. So those four leading the way, it's just pretty incredible. So go back to see Little Shop of Warriors with this cast because they got a full new cast and they're all fantastic and everyone we love so we're gonna go check that out soon and i'll give you all a review on that as always and then also exciting stuff for first performances the into the woods new cast so you have Crystal rodriguez you have stephanie j block you have andy carl all of those fabulous people made their first performances in their respective shows this case into the woods so excited for them. This seemed to have been like the biggest thing, literally, when it came out that uh, there was a new cast going into Into the Woods. And I just have not seen like anything about it. So I'm shocked by it. But I have heard from people that saw it that it was fantastic. Shocker. Uh, they say Montego Glover is amazing, who's split in the role with Patina Miller. They say Stephanie J. Block's amazing. They say everyone is amazing, that everyone's getting great reviews, just not as much coverage because of the Leah Michelle thing. So I just wanted to give them a little shout out and congratulate literally all of them, everyone I just named, on either getting a new job in Bryce Pinkham and Brad Oscar's case, or the first performances such as Lena Hall, Leah Michelle. And- and Stephanie J. Block and all those other fabulous Into the Woods people because there's so many to name. Also, news out of the Into the Woods since we're on the topic. They announced that they're extending until January. Now, I knew this. I, I told everybody this to prepare for another extension um, when they announced their latest extension that they were going to like October and that or I don't know exactly when. Maybe it was November. And they were like, we're going to bring in a new cast for it, for the extension and everything. So no shocker there. No surprise there. Everyone kind of saw it coming. But they officially made it official that they are extending again until January. But they announced that it was their last extension. I don't know if I believe that. They're advertising it in such a way that, okay, we're extending for one final time, blah, 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 till January. And I just truly hope that that's not true. And I really think that that has to do with the ticket sales. Talking to Telly Leung, if if you didn't listen to that interview, talking about ticket sales being your vote, like that's literally how you keep a show on Broadway. It's just so true. Everything we talk about, I have a couple more interviews coming up and we talk more about that because he just put that in my head and it's just been so thought provoking for me lately. Um, I guess I never really thought of it that way. And now that I am, it's just like, wow, I'm open to a new world. So everyone, if you want Into the Woods on Broadway and if you want to see like new casts and all these stars come into the show, just continue to go see it and go support the show and these fabulous casts that they keep on bringing in. Shout out to Kennedy Kanagawa, who we had from Into the Woods on the podcast. He gave us all the scoop from City Center now to Broadway with the new cast coming in, all the things. So hopefully we'll get another Into the Woods cast member on here to talk more about it. But for now, 
that's kind of the into the woods content I can give you to to hopefully feed your fix. Moving on, speaking of actually Telly Leung, it was announced that George Takai and Telly Leung will be performing and reprising their roles in Allegiance in London, in the UK. I'm so excited for that. Telly had kind of mentioned something about it offline, not on record, that he was like, oh, Allegiance means the world to me. I can't wait to do it again, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I kind of overshadowed that. And I was like, oh, he's just like, wants to do it again. You know, like he said, he could do rent forever. But he did mention it. And I just totally overlooked it. So congratulations to Telly and, of course, George Takai and everyone involved in the production on bringing an allegiance to the UK. They've never had a production over there. So the production itself is making their UK debut, West End debut, uh, London debut, I guess. Very exciting stuff for them. And uh, more stuff happening. Oh, another casting announcement here with Brandon Victor Dixon and Amrafe Wright joining Angelica Ross in Chicago this month. Very exciting. I love Brandon Victor Dixon. I'm a big Brandon Victor Dixon fan. I reached out to him. I'm going to try to get him on the show to talk about. I know Chicago. It's just like. It's it's so just stars after stars. <laughs> I actually tweeted something from the take about uh, Twitter saying it, it came out that Kelly Clarkson is like the one thing she hasn't done in her career that she's like dying to do is be in a Broadway show. And I was like, oh, Chicago's on the phone. <laughs> just making a joke because it's like all these stars just rotate in and out of Chicago. I literally anyone I have on the podcast could, probably did Chicago in in one point or another because it's been on forever and it just has star after star and always rotating people. So um, congratulations to Brandon Victor Dixon and Amra Faye Wright, the latest company or I guess the the latest performers to go into Chicago, I guess. Uh, Exciting stuff if you're a fan of the show and all the things uh, and of course of them, check it out. Moving on, we have Sweeney Todd finally announced that it's it's happening. It's happening and it's going at the Lumfontaine Theater with tons of Broadway star in this revival. It's currently slated for Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford. There are a ton other stars going to be in this production. This production may be bigger than the company revival. This may be the biggest revival or the most anticipated revival in Broadway history. Uh, not only because it's Sweeney Todd and like Sweeney Todd's amazing and everybody loves the music and that story is hilarious and all the things. It's crazy to think that it's hilarious because it's literally about like it's so dark. Um, anyways, moving on. It's exciting because there's stars names being thrown out like eva noblezada patrick page um i just named like basically the hades town cast okay um that would be so sad for them to leave anyways there's been a ton of people being thrown around that's also going to be joining josh groban and annalee ashford in this production so very exciting stuff for that, I'm so excited. Their first performance is going to be on February 26th of 2023, according to Ticketmaster. But the actual like press release, I don't believe, has been announced yet on like when it was coming. But you can buy tickets for it, I believe, starting tomorrow, September 9th. But it says the first show will be February 26th. 
Moving on. Oh, actually, I have that's it for the Broadway news this week. But I have very exciting news coming from Take a Bow, where I have exciting news that we are on YouTube and we are going to be doing a lot more video content. I'm so excited to bring it to YouTube. I think that it will be newer content. It's go- you. You are going to be able to to watch the podcasts um, soon. Those episodes are not up yet. Right now, we are currently kind of putting all the content that we have on TikTok and on Instagram reels and all the things to YouTube for now. And then we're going to, in the near future, I will obviously keep you all posted. We're going to have the ability to watch the episode so you can watch them and not just listen to them and have a little bit more entertainment there. And then we're going to be doing very exciting content. And hopefully we're going to be doing content with shows, working with shows and getting some performers, hopefully going backstage, doing something fun with them in between shows, um, all the things. And that's all going to be video content. And we're going to do stuff with audience members and Broadway fans and all the things with the Broadway flea market coming around. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff there. I'm so excited. I obviously will keep you updated here, but the best way to keep up with all of that is if you subscribe to our YouTube. And I'm going to give you three reasons to do that right now. Number one, you'll most likely see see yourself or someone that you love and know uh, that are you're, you're like a fan of on YouTube and you're going to be able to watch them do fun content. Number two, you get to now watch the podcast and you get to see all the stupid and silly faces I make during a podcast episode. I never knew I was doing this and no one ever told me this, but watching these podcast episodes back because we do video that record them, I make the dumbest faces I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know why I just get lost in conversation. I'm just like, oh my God, so fascinated. And people just pull me in and my face just like, it doesn't care and it's just doing what it wants and i it, it, it's embarrassing so you get to see that which is so fun and you get to laugh at me and then number three uh you will see extra content just more stuff around take about and it's not just going to be podcast there's going to be so much more uh fun things that we're going to be doing and we're going to be doing it all for broadway and it's all going to be surrounded through broadway and of course like if we have it we're going to be able to do tv shows and movies and stuff like that and with like those kind of celebrities but for now we're sticking with broadway because i mean why not we're definitely more focused on broadway so yeah just you'll get to see me being more of a fool and uh, you'll get to see more people that you love and you get to actually watch it and have the visual entertainment it also takes like two seconds to do it you literally go to youtube you search up take about podcast and then you hit a button like it literally takes two seconds so i don't know why you wouldn't i will love you forever if you do and i just really hope that we can make something fun on youtube and uh have even more content and i think that watching it and doing stuff like that will really continue to help grow the podcast and uh hope hopefully keep you all around so Anyways, I just want to make something fun and I just wanted to do something new. So here we are. We're going to YouTube. Go subscribe to Take a Bow Podcast on YouTube. All right. That's all I have for you folks this week. Without further ado, I've talked way too much. Let's turn it over to the fabulous guest this week. Larry Saperstein, curtain up. 
This week's guest is a fan favorite from the hit show High School Musical the Musical The Series. Oh my goodness, tongue twister every time. Uh, he is currently working on something special to connect and share his love for tap with all of you called Tap with Larry. You may know him as Big Red, but today we'll get to know him as Larry Zapperstein. Everyone, welcome to Take a Bow, Larry Zapperstein. Hi. Hello. Oh, my, my goodness. Gosh. What so an introduction. Fan favorite. Like, oh, my God. Come on. You're iconic in the show. I, I'm obsessed. <laughs> Seriously. You. It's so funny because I, I told my mom, like, who I was interviewing, she doesn't know the show. Like, we, I, like, watch it, so she'll, like, yeah. listen to bits and pieces of it. And every time you come on, she'll, like, actually sit down and be <laughs> oh, like, so oh, sweet. my God. Yeah, yeah. You and Joe, because I'm I, mm-hmm. I'm from Pittsburgh. So oh, Joe, I, Joe and I know each other from the CLO and all those things. So so funny but yeah love That's love amazing. high school musical and uh we'll get to, into all of that but i usually like to start off by asking you know guests and whoever comes on here kind of what inspired them to get into the industry and what uh inspired you to tell stories or like in your case kind of tap dance all the things how did you yeah. get into involved well so i grew up on long island which <laughs> you know is right outside of new york city and when I, uh, when I was like, I, I think I started dance lessons when I was like six years old. Um, and that was like my first, you know, thing that I was doing that was like remotely part of performance. Both of my parents, my mom is a music teacher and my dad, uh, was an actor kind of before I was born. And, um, when I was born and when I was younger was doing like a lot of uh, community theater, you know, in the area. And so I would start uh, doing community theater with them. So like one of my first uh, like shows that I did was I did the music man and I was like 10 years old and I played Winthrop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and I actually, they actually put in at that, at that point I had already been taking dance classes for a few years and I had already like sort of really taken a liking to tap and they, um, they put in a tap solo in Gary, Indiana. Yes. Oh my God. Like, oh, Harold Hill taught Winthrop how to yes. kind of. <laughs> oh my God. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. So, um, so that was kind of like my first, like when I started, you know, being more interested in performance. And then um, when I was 10 years old, I did a production of Oliver at the John W. Engelman theater in yes. Northport, uh, which is like a regional theater. Um, and so that was like me and, you know, a bunch of other kids, my age, were all like sort of getting into this world of like, what is a professional actor and like, what does it mean to be a professional? Right. Um, and so from there, uh, you know, a lot of the moms had been talking and whatever, and, and they all were sort of talking about getting their kids, uh, managers and agents. And Mm. my parents were like, Oh, is that something that you want to do? Like, is that something we should look into? And I said, yes. And so um, shortly after that, I did an industry showcase. Uh, it was called with a man named Mark Tuminelli who runs. Yes. Uh, yeah. He, he runs something called Broadway Workshop. And he also has a podcast with uh, the Broadway po- Podcast Network. Yes. Did, like, little uh, me. Shout out. Ago. Little me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so actually, so I did that. And I was probably, um, I was still like 10, maybe 11 at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I did this uh, showcase and that's how I got my manager. Um, and so from then on, Absolutely. I started, you know, auditioning with all of the Broadway 
kids at the time. Sure. Um, and then I started taking tap class with a guy named Tommy Redder, who yes. was in oh Billy God. Elliot, the musical at the time. <laughs> and so what happened was I started uh, I started being like in the same room and like in the same dance classes as all of these people that were on Broadway at the time. So they were in Billy Elliot or Mary Poppins or yep. I was a little bit older than the Matilda kids. Like yeah. Matilda kids came in maybe like when I was probably like 14 or 15 and those kids were like maybe 11 or 12. So they were like maybe sure. three or four years younger. But, you know, there's like all these kids that are sort of in whatever show that they're in and they all take the same dance classes and all yeah. that Yeah, kind of you were kind of like the Annie and the Billy Elliot kind yeah, of even years. Annie was even Annie was a little bit younger than me. I was oh, like really? early. I was like early Billy Elliot. So like, oh, wow. Um, so I was taking classes with like um, – not like not like the Billies at the time, but it was like Tommy Bachelor and like mm. so some of some of the like younger Billies that were like maybe like first replacement Billies. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, so, so that was woman. like yeah, so that was like my uh my community for most of my like young years. Um and then when I was in high school I kind of stopped a little bit because I was like really invested in like being in high school kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I did a lot of my like school shows. So I did like high school theater. Uh, I was like in beauty and the beast. I, we did, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was <laughs> very funny when high school musical season two did. Beauty right. And the beast. Um, but I, in my production, I was Lumiere. Um, yes. Oh my so God. Then, that'd be amazing. Yeah. So then, I, I got to do so I've gotten to do I've gotten to do Beauty and the Beast three times in my life I say because the first time was when I was like 10 I did a community theater and I was Chip and then in high school I did it, I was Lumiere and then I did it on the show and I was LeFou so I've played all the characters I love it uh, <laughs> but anyway so yeah so then um that was uh yeah that was like my high school kind of years a lot of uh community or a lot of community theater and high school theater um, and then also at the time I was doing like a lot of commercials kind of, um, and I did like a commercial for goldfish puffs and I did a commercial for, uh, Samsung, like Samsung pay it was called at the time and, uh, an American express, like a bunch of kind of As those, one does. Like, national commercials. <laughs> um, Amazing. but then when it came time to, uh, do college stuff, we were just talking about pace before, yeah. um, I sort of, I, I I had a manager, you know, I, I was still with my manager from when I was younger and I didn't really necessarily think that like a musical theater degree was going to like move me forward in a way because I was still training with all these like New York City people. Right. Um, so I wound up, uh, I was very interested in filmmaking at the time and also in design for theater. So I did audition for like a handful of musical theater programs. I got into like Wagner, um, sure. maybe some other ones, but I wound up choosing the, the the theatrical design, the production design program at Pace um, because it felt to me at the time like it was maybe a more um, like holistic kind of exploration of theater that I could yeah. get at the time, like learning not just about like what it is to be an actor, but also like what it is to actually like make a show from the ground up. Totally. Um, and yeah, so, so I did that uh, for a couple of years, but then um, the fates 
gave me high school musical. Yeah. <laughs> With Kizik Can's free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. They dragged you back into the performing. Um, Oh, my God. Fantastic. First of all, that's so cool. Um, I I couldn't agree with you more. Like, being in New York is 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 a blessing it truly yeah. is um especially if you want to like be in this industry um because not only like you don't have to go to college to get that high quality training that like no. all these colleges you know think about so you can get this incredible um coaching and all of these lessons that you can learn here in the city at any yeah. age literally when you're after college before college whenever you want to do it and then you are doing something where you're kind of like giving back and you're providing a, something that uh can kind of teach people of all ages so let's talk about yeah. tap with larry and your current adventure um sure ta- yeah first of all like what can people expect to get out of it talk to us about it okay so so tap with larry is a 10 week online video masterclass series. Uh, So basically, uh, when you sign up for the course, uh, you get a username and password and you go every week, we're doing it on Friday, starting September 16th for 10 weeks, Uh, you log in and there will be a new lesson available uh, for you to practice. And there's actually, there's a, a community forum as well. There's like a comment section. So different students can talk to each other if they're having trouble oh, with fun. a lesson. I can actually see the comments and reply to people as well if they're having trouble with a lesson. So I'll be checking in periodically with the, the classes as well. Um, but every week uh, there's a new lesson and you have forever, basically, you can go at your own pace to practice the material. Um, Because once it's up, it'll be up forever. So once you sign up and once you pay for it, you have lifetime access to the material in the class. Um, So we're just we're we're just releasing it every week to kind of uh, give it like some structure and momentum. But once those 10 weeks are over, uh, those lessons don't disappear. You can literally go back forever um, and look at the material and and keep practicing with the exercises. So in each lesson, each week, there's a discussion portion where we will discuss a new step. So for example, we'll talk about a shuffle, like what is a shuffle, how to do a shuffle, what is a flap, what is Mm -hmm. a cramp roll. Um, And there's there's actually eight of those, eight new steps. And then those are accompanied by uh, an exercise portion where Mm. we'll learn a combination and with that, co- that combination will feature the step that we just talked about. So it'll be like shuffles discussion and the shuffles exercise. Uh, and those will be released like at, in the same week. So you 
can look at the step and then you practice the exercise and you work on the exercise all week until next week and then we do a new lesson. And then at the very end of the 10 weeks, the last two weeks are just combinations. So one is an original combination that I choreographed for the class using all of the different steps that we learned, kind of an amalgamation of everything that we learned in the class. And then the final, final, final combination is a combination called the Shim Sham Shimmy, which is a very, very uh, important historic piece in the tap dance community. It's a routine that's over 100 years old. Um, wow. And it's like part of the tap dance community. Like when I was growing up and doing these tap dance shows, every single show would end, instead of a curtain call, they would bring everybody on and they would do the Shim Sham Shimmy, the entire like company. Um, so it's like this big part of tap dance culture. And I felt that it was the best way to end this uh, introductory course, because at the end of the course, it was kind of like uh, it's kind of like a diploma in the sense of like now you know, like the the most b- fundamental aspects of tap dance, including this like fundamental, important piece of choreography. And you can go and be part of the tap dance community anywhere in the world. Oh, that's so fun. And it's so cool to hear that you're, you kind of are forming your own little community within the tap dancing world with their discussion part and everything like that. And you get yeah. to really, you know, kind of be there for, for everyone while being, <laughs> while they're in like all the different states, you could literally enroll anywhere. Yes. Um, so it's you can so- enroll anywhere in the world. Yeah. yeah it's, it's fully global. And that was, oh my that God. was the thing, you know, over, over the years I've gotten so many messages from people after uh, you know, we put the tap dance into the season one finale of High School Musical. Yes, I've gotten I've gotten so many messages from people saying like, I I tap danced when I was younger, but I stopped. And when I saw your tap dance, I decided to start tap dancing again. Or right. you know, I was watching the show with my son who's ten, and when he saw you tap dance, he said that he wanted to go take tap classes and Aww. like those kinds of things. I feel. I've I've been very grateful that I've been able to kind of contribute to the tap dance world, like getting people inspired and, and getting people excited to start tap dance. Totally. And for me, this was a way to help those people that got inspired from me tap dancing and seeing me tap dance, uh, help them continue on their tap dance journey or help them start if they were inspired by seeing me tap dance, but they didn't know how to begin or they didn't have access to a a dance studio that offers tap dance uh, or or really anything. So, uh, so it's really about accessibility and growing the tap dance community. Yeah, that a hundred percent. What you're doing with the accessibility, like anyone can do it, is is fantastic, truly. Um, and the fact that you know you kind of get to be their teacher, like they can say, like yeah. they t- they took classes from Larry Saperstein, like that's so so cool. And it's something also very interesting that I really love what you're doing. Um, is that like yes, it is in a virtual uh, setting, but honestly, like when you're someone like me. I kind of get intimidated walking into like a tap class because like I may compare myself to other students and everything. So like this, you can do from the comfort of your home, you know, you're by yourself or someone you're yeah. comfortable with, like your parent or whatever, whoever's in the yeah, room with you, you. Yeah. And you could do it with friends if you want to, too, you know? Yeah. Which which is like brilliant. And so like nobody has to watch you. You don't have to worry about that. You can be Absolutely. comfortable and do it when you want because you have it forever. Like 
I think that this whole thing is just so brilliant and I love what you're doing with it. So tell everyone how they can enroll and kind of uh, find all the information. Yeah, so all of the information is on tapwithlarry.com uh, or you can go to my Instagram at Larry Saperstein. Yes. Um, or there's also a Tap With Larry specific Instagram, which is just at Tap With Larry that has more information uh, about that on on the there's different posts and stuff so yeah if you go on tapwithlarry.com that's probably the most direct way to find all the material there's a frequently asked questions uh section on the page and there's also a, a section to preview the course material yeah. if you're not sure if the class is right for you, you can watch the first uh week of lessons for free um to see if it's something that works for you um on the site we answer questions like People are asking uh, if they can do the class if they don't have a studio to go to or if they don't have tap shoes. Sure. And all of those things are absolutely yes. You can take this class from anywhere. You can do it in sneakers. You can do it with tap shoes on a portable tap board. Uh, yeah. We're actually, I think by the time this comes out, this will be announced. Uh, we're mm -hmm. actually partnering with um, a man named Tony Hernandez oh. in, here in LA who makes a handmade custom portable tap dance floors oh, um wow. and he he's incredibly amazing and we're actually doing a giveaway so if you sign up for the course everybody that signs up for the course uh will be entered to win their own portable tap board we're only giving one away um and we'll pick that after the enrollment has ended on september 16th so if you're nervous that you don't have a place to tap dance and you really want to take the class anyway yeah sign up because there might be a chance that you'll win a board and we'll send it directly to you oh that's brilliant that's <laughs> so freaking cool and you can customize it how cool is that um yeah, yeah so I want to encourage everyone, like I know this is for all ages, but specifically, like I know there's a lot of people listening that are high school age. You mentioned yes. like learning. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You mentioned like learning combinations. And I don't think a lot of people realize that for like when you audition for college, especially in a musical theater program, you have to do like pre-screens before you like go and audition. Yes. And a lot of those times, most, if not all colleges will ask for like two combinations and if you don't know combinations, then it's kind of difficult to send in those pre-screens for the colleges to bring you in for an in-person audition. So if you take this yeah. course, Larry is providing you with two uh, combinations that you could potentially do for these college auditions. So highly recommend. This is so cool. Everything that you're doing. Yeah. And especially especially people that are looking to go into a musical theater program in college. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, th they also will have you do tap dance in your audition. And if you want maybe a, a greater chance of being accepted into that program or, or just sort of nailing that tap dance audition, even if you've taken tap dance before, but you just want like a little bit of a refresher or a little bit more of a kind of tap dance practice before you go into your audition. I think this course is like absolutely, totally 150% perfect totally. for anybody that's looking to do uh, a, a musical theater program, college audition, or anything like that. 
amazing i'm so excited i want to take this class i'm i may actually end up taking this class i'm not even kidding yeah uh tabularry.com oh my god i'm not even kidding i actually may sign up because i mentioned i hate going it like i cannot go to broadway dance center i cannot go to like any of those places um i it would be a mess anyways but you know what this is also a perfect way to build that confidence exactly and, and do your sort of fundamental tap class yeah and get a little bit more confident with it and then say you know what now i am ready to go to that class at Broadway dance center now i feel more confident in my abilities that i'm ready to kind of continue on my tap journey yeah i love it and it's 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 i could talk about it all the time but learning like (laughs) tap literally helps you with like all types of dance you know like you're learning you're strengthening your your muscles for ballet you're strengthening jazz like all just the rhythm and everything like just Dancing and moving the body is just going to help you literally in all aspects of theater. So highly recommend ObsessedWithTapWithLarry.com and uh, go enroll. (laughs) Yeah, well, and yeah, TapWithLarry.com. But, you know, the tap dance really, and like maybe I'm getting sentimental here, but like tap dance has really been one of the things in my life that has always made me feel like special and unique and like talented and creative um it's honestly it's one of the things that helped me get high school musical yes uh you know the character of big red was not supposed to do any of the things that he wound up doing right like he was just supposed to be in the original version of the pilot before i was hired he was really just like in the crew he was like ricky's best friend in the crew and once they saw that I had this skill of tap dance, which is something that not many people have. Right. They realized that it was like a unique thing that they could bring into the character and not only into my character, it also uh, helps them kind of understand that like Gina was, you know, going to be a big dancer and that dance was, was like a bigger part of this show than they had initially realized. And then of course they put the, wonderful tap solo in at the end but it it really was the reason that i stood out in that audition and and got the role i think so cool let's let's just get into it then like let's talk about high school musical the musical the series because you, you mentioned you know getting and auditioning and getting the role like what was that like to get the call? Because this, like coming from like a theater background and like being a theater kid almost, um, doing regional mm-hmm. theater and stuff like that. I know you did commercials yeah. and other TV projects and everything. But, you know, theater kids are always theater kids at heart. So like what was it yeah. like to be able to like do theater on TV where you can reach like a bigger audience and just getting that call and being like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. I mean, you know, I don't know if any of us really realized the scope of what it was until we started. Come on. I knew it was called High School Musical, The Musical. Right. Uh, At the time, it was not called The Series. It was just called High School Musical, The Musical. They added the series later because they didn't want people to get confused and think that it was another movie. Right. They wanted, you know, anyway. But, um, but we, we didn't know anything about Disney Plus at the time. Right. It was before they had really, like, announced Disney Plus on, like, a global massive scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know if this was, like, a Disney Channel show or if this was, like, going to be on, oh, you know, Freeform or, or something like that. Like, I, we, we really didn't know until we started 
what it was going to be. And then once we started, they were like, this is for Disney Plus. This is a new streaming service. You know, this is going to be one of the things that launches the service. And we were like, oh, that's a big deal. And you're going to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to the real East High. And it all takes place there. And it was like, it was like, oh my gosh, like this is like a big, when I first auditioned, I didn't know if like it was filming in New York, if I had to move, oh, like there wow. was just a lot of details that I didn't really fully know until I got it. And then it was like, oh, we're filming in Utah. We're going to, <laughs> we're going to East high. We're going to be like in the cafeteria, in the cafeteria right? with like thus, you know, stick to the status quo cafeteria, Iconic. the gym, the auditorium. Like it was insane. Um, so cool. So, so then, yeah, like once we started, it was like, not only were we doing, you know, high school musical, which is something that all of us grew up with and we were all sort of like stepping into that legacy and, you know, at our very first mixer, you know, we met like people that put high school musical together, you know, people that were part of the development team for the original high school musical movies. And now they were like giving us their trust, which was like insane. So cool. Um, and we're at the school. Yeah. But we're also, you know, doing a show about high school theater, which for me, I just felt so connected to. Um, and like, weirdly enough, I had just gone to Pace for two and a half years studying lighting design. Yes. And my character <laughs> what, joins the crew and like does the lighting for <laughs> yes. the show. And that was like totally a coincidence. That was not like oh, part wow. of them hiring me. That was already written before... I was hired and then it was just like so many things had like come together where it just felt like you know this is the job that I'm meant to be doing and like this is the show that I'm meant to be part of yeah because I felt like I felt like I could bring so much truth to it and yep. I felt like there was so much sincerity in um you know the character of Big Red being someone who doesn't know anything about theater and then is like opening his eyes to this like magical world of a theater community um all in that first season. And so that for me was like, so, so exciting to be able to play and, uh, and, and of course, like creating our own drama club of sorts and like having a rehearsal room and having a stage. And like, as we were shooting the season, they would, um, they would build more and more of the sets for high school oh. musical and like throw them into the rehearsal room. I don't know if you like noticed that in the season, but like, as it goes on, like starting in like episode six, now all of a sudden there's the ladder. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like they would sort of like plop these different set pieces for High School Musical into the rehearsal room as it was like we were getting closer and closer to the show. Right. You know what I mean? That's so cool. Um, I didn't even realize I, that. And I would like love watching those details. Right. I would just be like, oh my gosh, look, we've we got the we got the gold ladder. Yeah. We got the we got a set of lockers. Like we're moving towards the show date. You yeah. know, it, was, it, it really did feel when we were shooting that first season like we were moving towards opening night. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah that's um, really cool. And so we were just like this like theater theater group. We were just a, a you know, a drama club and it was it was so fun. Yeah, well, I am just going off of what you were saying about like Big Red is totally, like, made for you. Like, I can't... Seriously, like, it was Thank written you. for you. And it's it's incredible to watch kind of from the beginning and then into, like, season two where, you know, Big Red was no longer just, like, yeah. Ricky's sidekick or, like, a person in a lighting department and, like, a stage crew. Like, 
they fully gave you a whole arc and a large part of it is because people fell in love with you like people fell in love Aww. with larry you know and, and they wanted to see more <laughs> so then like in season two when you you start to get ashlyn and you start to get slices mm-hmm. and like they give you like a whole arc and everything and it was just so yeah. cool to watch like step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. First of all, I guess we could talk about Ashlyn and like Julia Lester. Like, I don't know, sure. with like a bunch of kids, like your age on set and everything, like, does it ever get like awkward when it's like, oh, Ricky and Nini or like Gina and Ricky and then like Ashlyn and Big Red, like, does that couple stuff ever get like awkward on set? No, I mean, I think we just know that that's like, that's the show, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, that's the show that we're making and that's part of the story is like the couples and the sort of drama of what are the couples gonna be oh my god kind of thing that's yeah. i mean i think that's always been a huge part of the show since it first you know came right. out um but i think like for me it's especially with me i mean i really only can speak to me and julia because uh I, that's the only relationship on the show that i know right um, for for us it's really just like we just like savor every moment that we are each other's scene partner. I think like, I think I could say this and not be speaking too much for her when I say that, like, I think for both of us, like we are each other's favorite scene partner. Oh, you know, like, like when, when we first, um, when we first met at the, like, there was a cast mixer kind of thing. Uh, when we, when we were all like hired, like just before we, uh, did, cause basically what happens is you, you get hired for a show and then you all kind of meet and then you do a table read of the very first episode and you present that table read to the network as like, and it's like this big presentation. And right. so we were kind of getting prepared to do this presentation. Um, and we didn't know how the season was going to end. We only knew the first couple of episodes of season one at the time. Oh. And obviously the big red Ashland stuff doesn't start until later. In later. Season yeah. One. But we sort of got a whisper in our ears that like our characters were going to be, together a lot (laughs) and um 
and like I just remember like we we just got so excited. We had just met each other, and we were oh. just like, it just felt like it made sense that our characters were going to be together. Yeah. So then for it to be like this big beautiful thing, and and to have like an awesome number that we got to do together with Red Means Love, and yes. you know to have like so many sweet moments throughout like those first two seasons. Um, and a little bit in season three as well. Um, what? Are you in season three? Yeah, of course I'm in season three. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, okay. I'm not there yet. I don't think. I haven't been there yet. I was going to say. Am I, I don't think. Do you I come at prom? No, I, I think this, this, I think this will come out the day after prom, right? So uh, I, I won't be there. Okay. But I will be there after that. Oh, oh my God. Which I, which I think I can say because I think by the time this comes out, the little teaser for it will be out or it will yeah. be soon out. Um, and I think it'll be okay to say. But yes, it's been announced that I am in the season. It just didn't say where. And by the time this comes out, there's only one more option. So. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so but yeah. excited. Um, but we like, you know, I, I think even shooting that was like such a moment of like, oh, like it's so nice to be back yeah. with like our scene partner, our person. And like, I think we just, whenever we're shooting together, we just like do these amazing scenes and we just like do amazing work. And it's, um, it's been so amazing to like find that acting partner, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. That's so, I'm like so excited right now. <laughs> I have to say like, I was like, their, their writing this season is actually really good. Like I've actually really enjoyed yeah. this season three. Um, and just like what Ashlyn, like as a character is kind of like going through as like all this self-discovery yeah, thing. Totally. So like, I've been questioning the whole big red Ashlyn relationship lately, but like, I'm here for it. If they're, well, if they're having yeah. you back. I think that's, I think that's one of the, one of the reasons why not everybody is in season three is I think they wanted to like push the growth of all of the characters. I love it. Um, and, you know, going into, obviously we're going to do a fourth season and going into that, like the characters needed to change in some way, especially mm. Ashlyn, you know, especially people like, you know, Carlos, Ashlyn, like those kinds oh, of people, God. even, even Courtney to an extent, like needed these like big changes. Um, and I think the best way to do that was to kind of put them in situations that were uncomfortable. Mm. Um, but I think you'll find that like Big Red has also changed. Oh, like, even though even though he hasn't been there, like he's coming back into this world, having changed, and Ashlyn is having changed, and like now, how do we adapt to that going forward? So I think, in a way, it really kind of pushes the show forward um, into like the new era of of season four. Oh my god. I'm so It'll excited. Be really it is really exciting. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the show. I love the show. I can talk about it all day. <laughs> seriously. Um, I want to talk about, like, speaking of being, like, huge fans and everything, like, I don't know if you, like, end up working with him or not, but, like, Corbin Blue. Like, Corbin Blue being yeah, in Corbin's this. Amazing. Yeah. Corbin being in this season is just iconic. And the fact that he's, like, playing himself and, yeah. like, everybody knows he's Chad. Like, it's so brilliant. Um, but you've had. Yeah, and, like, a. And like a a, a jerk yeah and like because you know totally. I mean? he's actually like one of the nicest people i've ever met in my life i can't like, imagine him being mean like truly yeah but like, even no, though no. he plays it it's just like i know that's not who he is you know like yeah, they're totally yeah. making a joke out of it um well like you've had some other incredible people on both from the high school musical franchise and like Derek Hoff, like all these yeah. wonderful people, like, and, and as like a dancer and everything, like, what is it like to have these superstars on? I mean, I saw Jojo Siwa in the teaser for the next uh, episode. Like, yeah, she is. Yeah. Like, how cool is that? Like, does that 
I don't know. Does any of that like phase you um, when like, you know, you have these other celebrities come on set? Honestly, I think for me, it's just been an example and a reminder of the fact that this is like a big show. Yeah. And because because I think like even when I watch the show, sometimes to me, it looks like, you know, a home video. Yeah. Or like or when we're shooting it, it just like doesn't always feel like it's going to become a show that people are going to see. Yeah. Because it just it feels so private and it feels so like community and family. And, and I forget sometimes that people are actually going to see it and it's actually a real show. Um, and so when we have these people on that are like a big deal, it's like, oh, wow, like they see they've seen the show they respect the show they respect our show creator you know what i mean tim totally and uh and he's he's done an amazing job getting these people here and and they're and like let's let's do it like we're i'm it's just kind of a reminder that like we're all at that level yeah um because i think for so long i wanted to be at that level so seeing these people in the same room that i'm in and being like oh wow like maybe uh, maybe i am good at this kind of thing it's yeah. like I, i'm good enough to be in the room with these people and that's like really really cool oh, i love that that yeah. is so cool I, I remember i remember for me like when we first started the the principal principal gutierrez was played by valente rodriguez who um played ernie on the george lopez show mm-hmm. and i just was like oh my gosh like and they know nobody told us that he was coming i don't think that like they really thought that we would recognize him but like we turned around and like he was there and i was like that's insane and also one of the big ones for me um was one of nini's moms uh is nicole sullivan yeah who was the voice of shigo in kim possible obsessed <laughs> and i was like that's nicole sullivan like i knew who she was I don't know if anybody else knew who she was, but like I knew who she was and I, I thought that was so cool. And that was like very early on. So I think those were some early reminders that this was like a huge deal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, um, you talked about, you know, we, we were talking about like season three and everything and like how it's like camp, you know, like it's literally yeah. at camp. Like, does that feel like is that just like a regular day on set? Like, does it feel like, you know, you kind you guys are just like hanging out with your friends and just like creating a, a special piece of art? Like, cause you mentioned like, you don't even realize it's a TV show until you get to see it. So like, what's the yeah. vibe on set? Like, how is that? Well, you know, there's a lot of moving parts yeah. on a TV show set in general, you know? So sometimes we're, we're very separate. I, it was definitely different during COVID that uh. you know, during COVID that was maybe not as much, the vibe because we had to be separate and we had to wear our masks and it was like a, a whole like Michigas. But <laughs> during season one, it was like definitely, like definitely we were, oh, you know, so cool. We were trying to we had we had to be quiet most of the time. But like, you know, when you're on set there's snacks and you're like going and like right. you get snacks. A lot of times it was not uncommon for somebody to rap for the day. Um but then maybe there were still a couple of scenes that were shooting for the rest of the day and they would just like stay oh you know like i did that i did that plenty where like i would rap for the day but you know we still had another scene of the day and i would stay and kind of watch um i spent a lot of time watching the monitors so mm-hmm. i would like go sit near the director and near our executive producer and i would watch the monitor a lot because i also am very interested in directing and i'm very interested in you know creating my own projects and so for me that was like a way of really just absorbing all of the 
awesome knowledge that I could be, you know, getting by being on a set. Right. Um, so, so that, so yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of that though. Like it is definitely like fun theater vibe. I mean, Kate who plays Miss Jen is like definitely, definitely, definitely like a mom oh. to all of us. <laughs> That's um, so sweet. And she has a son who's five now. And I've been to every one of his birthday parties since he was like two, which oh, is insane. That's so uh, cute. So, yeah. So it's like, you know, we we're, we're now like this family and we're growing up together and totally, I hope that it stays that way forever. Oh, I love that. It seems like you guys <laughs> are so like supportive of one another too. Like I see everyone, like, I, I mean, I obviously like follow you guys on social media and stuff. So I saw like everyone at like sour, like Olivia Rodrigo's yeah. tour. And then like, I went to Joe Serafini's cabaret here in New York oh, and cool. Julia Lester was there. Uh, yeah. Frankie Rodriguez was there. Um, I, the there's a couple of new characters that were there and I don't know their name. Sailor? Yes. Sailor was there. Sailor Kurta. Um, Sailor Kurta. She's the Kurta family is uh is pretty legendary. Oh my god, really? Yes. Her older brother Major was um in The Little Mermaid on Broadway oh. and a couple maybe something else as well. Oh, um man. and I've known him since I was probably like 11 or 12 years old major kurda wow. and then her older sister piper was in another disney channel show i can't remember the name of it right now but yeah the kurda family is pretty legendary so oh my god iconic yeah they're all <laughs> stars okay amazing casual uh, <laughs> but that's so cool yeah like it just seems like everyone is always just like there for one another and you can yeah. and honestly like in following that journey you can kind of it really does translate to like what we see on tv like you yeah. all totally have your each other's back in a scene and like especially like as another actor who can kind of look for those things and like yeah. what it's like to like react to like a scene partner like all of it translates and it's just so it just seems like you guys are like the best family i mean there's so many times where we will only have to do like one or maybe two takes of a scene because everybody is just so like true to themselves and yeah. like, true to their characters. And the, the connection is like so real that like, there's no reason to do it again because it's already there. Right. And that's like, that, that happens often, especially you know I mean? like that. I think that's the sign of, of a good show. Yeah, totally. And like the first scene is like, you know, like one, it's like, kind of like raw you know like it's like oh you don't want to mess that up you know because the more you do it it kind of gets like more yeah. routine and robotic and all of that like it's the most pure version so that's so cool to hear and it you could totally tell like truly yeah yeah I, I love it I love the rawness of the whole show like truly um Okay, I more questions because I, I just okay. want to talk to you about um high school musical uh <laughs> first of all can you watch yourself like can you watch the show like do you watch the show I guess yeah you do I can okay i like it i like doing that because you for do. me okay. for me it's less about watching myself and it's more about um seeing the progression of like what happened from when we were on set sure. to how it made it to tv mm -hmm. and like what changed you know between when we filmed it and how it was edited and what music did they add to this scene and like what camera shots did they wind up using what did they cut from the scene like stuff like that i always find very very interesting so for me that's like why i really love watching it oh um yeah fascinating i think that, that's it yeah that's, yeah yeah so i i do Just, like to watch it yeah yeah because you like to see like the post-production side of it you know because yeah. that's y y another 
part of your the love of the industry that you love. Yeah. Um, fascinating because I cannot watch myself do anything um, or hear myself talk. Like I don't even listen to these and I don't even have to look at myself. Um, <laughs> it's truly, it's just like, I'm just going to judge myself and just like do all the things. So I understand that though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, I think there's some episodes that I'll only watch once maybe. Okay. You know, and, and I'll just, I, I try not to watch it too many times because then I start, you start hyper fixating and that's not good. But I think, a once through to just kind of get the sense of of what happened and where it is now is like really cool. Yeah, totally. And and you mentioned like I guess we'll get to a new topic here, but you mentioned Red Means Love earlier. My brain's like yeah. all over the place right now. Um, <laughs> but like I I still think Red Means Love is like one of the most underrated songs um, on you. the whole. Album. <laughs> Truly, I love that song. Um, but I love it's, it too. it's it's so brilliant. So um, but like. Though, like a number like that, and a number like all the, mm-hmm. the your tap dancing, and just like performing like the big showcases, like at the end where they yeah. finally put on High School Musical, Beauty and the Beast, um, and all the things, and now mm-hmm. Frozen, I guess. Um, what is like that like, like filming those like big glee yeah. almost breakout songs? So, every one of those is usually a full day, really. So, so like Red Means Love was a full day, um. The tap thing uh, in season one was not a full day. That was like at the end of the day. But that day, the biggest thing on the to-do list of that day was filming um, We're All in This Together, the sort oh. of like finale of the of the High School Musical show. Um, that was like what we were doing that day. And then we sort of tacked on the tap thing at the end, I remember. Um, yeah, I, I, it's gotten it's gotten shorter as we've gotten better at it. Like some some of the numbers we've been able to put into just a half a day or or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely the bigger ones uh, are a full day. And and usually going into the theater is either a full week or a full two weeks, oh. where we'll just do a number every single day for like three or four days, and then like maybe there's some scenes that need to happen as well. But like it's a lot of like, okay, today we're doing, what's that song? Uh, uh, Be Our Guest. (laughs) My mind went blank. Uh, (laughs) Like today we're doing Be Our Guest on the stage and today we're doing something there on the stage. And then, you know, so it's usually like those kinds of things uh, that get scheduled like that. Um, And usually they put them towards the end of the episode. So, you know, even if, even if the number is like earlier on the episode, they'll move it to the end so that we have time to do dance rehearsals. Cause a lot of times we're doing shooting and then on days that we're not shooting, we're doing a dance rehearsal right. uh, or, you know, maybe they take a day off from shooting specifically so that we can do a full dance rehearsal of a number. Um, I know for like Red Means Love, we did like three separate rehearsals that were like full days. Uh, one of them was like just me and Julia. One of them was like me and Julia and a couple of the dancers. One of them sure. was like me and Julia and then like the bold like all of the dancers like all everybody that was doing the backup dancing kind of stuff and this Um, is like in a rehearsal space not like on set or is it on set so yeah so it'll usually be uh in a rehearsal space for the first like couple of times until you get it down and then maybe they'll do like a blocking rehearsal on the set so like for red means love because we had all those set pieces we kind of had to like choreograph how are we gonna go in between set pieces so that was one full rehearsal day of like (laughs) okay, you got to walk on the bridge and like, is this thing slippery? And are you going to be able to do that in these shoes? And like that Mm. kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Because all those details have to be worked out before 
we're shooting otherwise. Yeah. If a shoe doesn't work. See, I love that. No way to go and change it. Right. And I love learning about this stuff and talking about it because literally like you watch it and you just like don't realize the amount of like work and rehearsal that kind of went into it. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think Red Means Love for me is one of the proudest things that I've ever done like in my life, I think, because it's just like, to me, it's like a culmination of just like so many different things. Like I'm tap dancing. I'm singing i love the song like yes. i was in a recording studio which was like a new experience for me and like recording my own track in the studio and like Ugh. uh i actually had recorded the song before covid and then we didn't shoot it until after we came back from covid so it was like this long yeah. build-up of like eight months between like when we recorded the <laughs> song and then like did the number so i was like waiting and waiting and waiting for right. it and then like you know, uh, doing it with Julia and like all these dance numbers and all these props and all these set pieces. And like, it was just oh like such a huge like thing totally. uh, that wound up just being so cool. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so, so cool. I can't imagine doing the whole filming during COVID. I'm sure that was wild and just oh, like, it was crazy because yeah. you guys stopped mid season. Um, yeah, we stopped after season two, episode two. Yeah, Joe was on and he talked about that. that. Like, I can't, oh, yeah. I don't, I had it, like, I don't know. It's crazy that you guys are able to, like, you know, come back in and just pick up where you left off. But hey, at the same day, it's like your job, you know, like, that's what you're expected to do. Yeah, and it, it's crazy when you look back at it because, uh, you know, there's some scenes that are, like, shot before COVID and then the next scene is, like, after COVID. Right. And you're like, whoa that was like eight months different in between there but like in the story it's 10 seconds like it's insane right i know it's interesting honestly like not to like point anything out but like there are a couple scenes where i was like oh my god this they like suddenly like lost baby fat like especially like josh like especially especially the younger kids yeah like you totally see where like josh kind of came back and had like a almost a year to like develop a little bit more um yeah so that's so funny that you say that (laughs) anyways i i want to ask you one last question about his musical and then i'll let you go maybe two maybe two it'll be a quick i'll stay here all day oh oh my god larry don't tell me (laughs) um (laughs) so there's been a lot of speculation uh, lately because I saw like on TikTok and Instagram that like Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens and like all these old High School Musical people are posting their East High photos and like revisiting it. Do you know anything about like a High School Musical reboot or a collab between you guys and the High School Musical team? Like what's going on there? I know absolutely nothing. Nothing. I wish that I, I wish that I knew something, but I truly know absolutely nothing. Maybe them being in Utah was something, but I think it was probably just a coincidence. Maybe. Um, but I, I, I really genuinely don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. trust you on it. I'm gonna Sorry. take your word because you did tell me that you're gonna be in season three. So I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'll take your word. I um, will tell you. But, but I think I can speak for everyone, especially like everyone listening, that uh, we definitely would not be upset if if something was in the works. Um, Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I wouldn't be upset either. But yeah. Oh, my God. That would I be don't know what's going on. Nuts. Literally, it would break the internet. Um, okay. <laughs> and then one final question, because everyone, it, literally, I like sent out a blast of like what I should ask. And everyone, all the listeners and everyone said, you have to ask if he's a team Rini or a team Rina, Ricky and Nini, Ricky and Gina. Oh. Who are you? What's I don't know. What team are you? 
I don't know. No? I, doesn't, it, doesn't it change every week? I know. I do. I feel like some it weeks does. were rainy and some weeks were Rena. It's so true. I don't know. You don't know. I think I think I'm a port well. I am too. That's why. I is that a thing? That's what we say. It is. Well? It is. That's what we say. And that's so I guess what... if I'm a port well, then I can't be also arena. Right. I don't know. I don't use these ship words. I let <laughs> I let the fans do the ship words. I hear you. I hear you. And uh... <laughs> no offense, but you sound like an old cast member right now. You're yeah, like, oh, I don't know these ship words. <laughs> I don't know that newfangled talk talker tick yeah, thing. The ticking talk. Yeah, the ticking uh, talk. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I had to ask because I, I'm in your boat. I feel like I'm arena, but I'm also a portwell. And I'm not upset to be both, but I feel like I can't be. Um, anyways. Yeah, I don't know. If, if someone knows whether or not that's against the rules, yeah. let me know. <laughs> okay. But if it's against the rules, then I then I guess I have to be a, a Rini. A Rini. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Yep. Okay, me too. So setting the record straight, everyone got their answer. I thank you for, for uh, answering that. And I thank you for coming on here and giving me your time, um, especially with all the- Thank you for having the, me. Yeah. Oh my God, of course. Especially with all of the incredible things that you're doing right now with Tap with Larry. And then you're about to do, uh, I mean, I guess you already did it, but you're also about to come on season three of High School Musical, the musical, the series. So yeah, very exciting stuff. And uh, yeah, again, Thank you for coming on here and sharing your story. And uh, hopefully everyone goes and enrolls for Tap with Larry. And you can do that at tapwithlarry.com until September 16th. So don't miss out. Yeah. So so once September 16th happens, the enrollment will close uh, and you won't be able to sign up for the class anymore. So please do it. Please go to tapwithlarry.com and sign up. And does that mean, sorry, one follow-up question. Does that mean the class doesn't start until after the 16th? Or is it like when you enroll and you kind of get access? No. So once you enroll right away, you will get the first week lesson is already available upon enrollment. Got it. And then uh, on September 16th, we will release the second week. And then from then on, every Friday, we will release the new lesson. So September 16th will technically be week two. And then from then on, the week after is week three, four, five, six, and so on. Amazing. Yeah. Uh so exciting everyone go check it out and then give it your social medias once again for everyone to go follow both yourself and tap with larry yeah so you can find me personally on instagram twitter and tiktok at larry saperstein and then you can find tap with larry on instagram at tap with larry and you can go to tapwithlarry.com to enroll Yay! Amazing. Everyone, go do it. Highly recommend. I'm probably going to do it myself, so I'll be right there with you in the little comment section. Uh, but th- I really hope you do. Honestly, do. I'm thinking about it, so um, <laughs> who knows? Maybe I'll see you there. Uh, but thank you again for coming on and taking a bow with us. Thank you so much. Of course. Take a bow, Larry Saperstein. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was literally a blast to do. There were some crazy internet connection type things, so... My brain was all over the place, so we got a little out of order there, but it, it was so much fun nonetheless. We literally did like four separate interviews just because his we were having internet problems. So it's it, it was out of order and like my brain was in a million places. I didn't know what I actually asked him and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, 
it was a blast nonetheless. It all came together. And I appreciate you all for listening. And hopefully you all enjoyed it. There were some exciting uh, behind the scenes talk, literally how High School Musical gets made, his story, what he's doing with Tap with Larry is so amazing. I think that we're going to be able to get a promo code for everybody that listens to Take a Bow. We're going to be doing a little discount code for Tap with Larry. I'm so excited to bring you all with that because that just makes it even more accessible. Grab a friend, split the cost if if times are hard, and stay tuned for the discount code. Go tap. Have so much fun. You can literally say you take tap lessons from Larry Saperstein, which everybody knows and loves, especially in the tap world. He's literally like a young tap prodigy. Everybody knows who he is. So, so exciting to have him on the show and talk to him about High School Musical, the musical, the series, and have him say, I was so thrown off guard when he was like, I'm in the next episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series. And I was like, yes, I had no idea. Anyways, very excited. And I'm sorry if like I hurt your ears if you're wearing headphones when that happened, but it happened and it was so fun. Anyways, so with that being said, that's all I have for this week's episode. Once again, go like, comment, all the things on the YouTube, subscribe, please subscribe. That is most important. I can check Check it so I will know who's a real one, who's a real friend, who's a real listener, all the things. Go do it, please. That's all I ask. Just go hit a couple buttons. And yeah, take about podcasts. That's it. 119. Thank you all so much for listening. And I hope that you all have a great week. Next week's episode is going to be very fun. And it's going to have a review of Leah Michelle and Funny Girl. So stay tuned for next week. And I hope that you all have a great week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. this episode's curtain call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Brittany Bigelow, Katie Rosen, Alan Seals, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow is Tessie Tokash, who edits the audio and all the visuals for this podcast. A special thanks to patrons Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners at PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com slash TAB. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe on the platform that you're currently listening to this on. Also, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at TakeAboutPodcast. TakeAbout's logo is designed by Giselle Bustos, and the music is by Nikki Torsha and Cormac Collinon. Bye, everyone. Hope to see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.